Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast on Radio MD or iHeart, wherever you download us from. Thank you very much for doing so. 50,000 of you a week can't all be wrong, so thanks for doing it. I think you're all right. Sam Akbar is a PhD, a London-based psychologist who specializes in patients who've survived serious trauma, so does a lot with relationship stress, war, torture, sexual violence, and trained psychologists as well. She's an Oxford University graduate with a degree from the University of College of London. The book that we're covering is talking about stressilient, how to beat stress and build resilience. It's published by St. Martin's Essentials, a part of the St. Martin's Publishing Group. One of the things that is most interesting to me that we learned way long ago is that the greatest ager of all, the thing that causes most aging is stress, that is unmanaged stress. And so learning how to manage it is one of the things. I had a patient last week who said he just couldn't do mindfulness, couldn't do anything else because his mind would just drift and he would get upset with it. We taught him a little bit about reframing, and I gave him your book, Sam. But in any case, let's talk about the keys in stress. And if I can, because you go through some very eloquent chapters on what causes stress and then what we can do about it and how can we cultivate it long term. So let's go through, and you're welcome to go all the way back to Hans Selyer or wherever you want to go. What's the cause of stress? I say at the start of my book, and thank you very much for giving it to your patient. Let's see how he finds it over the next week. But I think for me, as I say at the start of my book, I cannot take stress away from your life. So lots of things are stressful, aren't they? Our work relationships, money pressures, relationships, kids, aging health. This is the nature of being a human being. Where I think the stress comes in is how you respond to that. And as I explain in the book, it's how you think about things, your relationship to your thoughts, how you deal with the difficult emotions it brings up, how fused you get with all of that. And I think what really causes people stress is when they are detached from their values in life. I don't know if that kind of speaks to what you were getting at, but for me, it's really about how we're responding to the normal ups and downs of life in an ineffective way that causes the stress, not just the events in themselves. Right. So it's our response to the event and not the event itself. A kind of classic CBT understanding. Yeah, my favorite is, of course, a story I told way back in 1999 in the Real Age book on reframing of a woman on Christmas Eve. In the United States on Christmas Eve, there's a rush to buy gifts, largely of men. And so I went with my son. We were buying gifts on Christmas Eve. At 4.45 p.m., the store closes at 5 p.m. It was in Chicago. 
on Monroe and State Street. I'll think of the name of the store. It's not there anymore. But in any case, we went there and there were people lined up threefold around this one counter where we were. And they were trying to throw money at the, at literally at the cash register woman. She was one woman for surrounding in a square. There must have been 40 men around there. And so finally we got our turn at 5.30. The store was supposed to close at 4, right? 5.30, we're the last. We waited till the end. And I said, you must feel terribly stressed. And she said, no, no, I feel great. And I said, how is that? And she said, look at all these men fighting over me. (laughs) So she had reframed the situation into that. So it is our brains are wired to respond in certain ways. And I think financial stress, at least in my reading, is different than relationship stress. And so we're talking mostly in your book about relationship stress. Financial stress, it seems to me, you have to deal with. Well, actually, the truth is, I think with all kinds of stress, there's certain skills we can use. Okay, so you've got financial stress. Maybe it's about then looking at your financial status, working out what can I afford, what can't I afford. Similarly, with relationship stress, it's thinking about what are the difficulties, what's the communication problem, what are my needs, what are their needs that are not being met. There are a series of steps that you could take, right? We agree there's some practical steps you could take. Correct. And I should interrupt Sam for just a second to tell people we're talking with Sam Akbar, A-K-B-A-R, How to Beat Stress and Build Resilience. The main title of the book is Stress Zillient, S-T-R-E-S-S-I-L-I-E-N-T. The website, which we're going to find out why she called it this, is called SheMinds, S-H-E-M-I-N-D-S dot C-O. And it's a very interesting book on cultivating well-being by overcoming stress. So go ahead. I interrupted you while we were talking about the difference between financial and relationship stress and you pointing out to me that dealing with them has some of the same processes. Yeah, they're steps. The problem I think happens earlier which is, and like the guy you were talking about who you were seeing last week was saying, I can't do anything, I can't do anything, there's nothing I can do. And they're just trapped in this, I can't do anything. It's your relationship to those thoughts that are the problem because they then do not allow you to take any meaningful action. And if you can have a different way of dealing with those thoughts, if you can relate to them differently, allow yourself to stand back from them, then you can take much more effective action in your life, in your relationships, in your work, in improving your health, and thereby dealing with your stress. Stress comes when people feel they cannot deal with their difficulties. They're overwhelmed by them. There's no hope. There's no way forward. Now, we have a number of things on one of our sponsor sites, the Longevity Playbook, to help people deal with stress. That is meditation and guided imagery and progressive muscle relaxation. So I'm doing a segue into our advertisers since I forgot to do it at the start of the program. We have two, lifesfirstnaturals.com, the makers of both True Biotics and Bovine Colostrum. 
those they on their website, lifesearchnaturals.com, you can see the randomized controlled trials, double-blind controlled trials, showing the benefits of those and why I, in fact, take them. Bovine colostrum, outstanding at preventing upper respiratory infections in general, as well as the leaky gut that accompanies over-exercise or vigorous exercise that I call over-exercise when done more than two hours at a time. And Longevity Playbook that helps you live younger for longer. We are talking about stress resilience, how to beat stress and build resilience with Sam Akbar. So Sam, the third part of the book is how do we do this? How do we overcome? What steps do we take once we realize stress is such a force in our life? How do we overcome the negative effects of stress and just get the positives? Well, I think we overcome it by thinking differently about it, making room for the difficult emotions that come up, learning some skills like mindfulness, especially learning how to be in contact with values. So what's really important to us can help navigate those stressful situations. And then learning some easy techniques to take action. How do you actually take that effective action to make some changes in your life? So it's very much set out as a process. Though in truth, you can move between them. But I think that's how we overcome stress. We overcome it by understanding how our minds work, learning to take some perspective on our thinking, not getting too caught up in it, and then taking action. So some of the action is such as, and by the way, I'll get to the website, but the website is sheminds, S-H-E-M-I-N-D-S dot C-O, not com, but dot C-O. So some of the actions you want to take are in my gentleman's, my patient's view, who said, I can't do mindfulness. I've tried it. I've had people te- try and teach me it one-on-one. I've done it in groups. I just can't do it. And so what we go and try and do is get him one of the other techniques, whether it's progressive muscle relaxation, et cetera, to refocus. But how do you deal with that? Because you've got a lot of people who've undergone a lot of major stresses. Yeah. I think the worst thing you can do is try and talk someone into mindfulness who doesn't want to hear it. Find some other way first. And I might just do a really simple set of breathing exercises. That might be the first thing that I do. If I segue into mindfulness, it won't be about meditating at five in the morning. You could do mindful teeth brushing. You could do mindful walking, just noticing, that's it. And maybe often people are just doing mindfulness in their everyday life. They don't even know it. So I think you have to have a sneaky way in, Mike. Otherwise, you really, you've got to roll with resistance a little bit. Otherwise, you're just trying to convince someone. And in therapy, that's a disaster. You want to engage, not convince. Because then you're not onto a winning streak there. Now, one of the things that, and there's so much in the book that we should mention the website, sheminds.com. Co. How did you get sheminds.co as a website? How did you choose that name? Well, first of all, all the dot-coms are gone, right? So you have to move on from the dot-coms sometimes. I just thought, did I want to have my name? And I set it up years ago. 
And I thought about this idea, a kind of collective of, you know, initially I was writing a lot for women and now it's much broader than that. But I like the idea that I minded about people's mental health. I, I cared about it. I did mind that it was good. But I also like this idea of a collective. I kind of look back on it now and I think I should have just gone with my name, maybe. <laughs> it would have been easier. But I think maybe Dr. Sam was taken. <laughs> I think it's a great name. I mean, oh, you like it? Should I keep it? .co. Yes, I like <laughs> it very much. I think you should. Okay. So as a set of last thoughts, what would you like people who are considering getting the book to think about? Why should they get it? What's the key thing that, that you want them to get from the book and that they can get from the book? The reason this book is different is it is designed to be used on the go. So when you are stressed and you're in the back of a cab or you're in the restroom at work hiding from your boss because they're giving you a really hard time or you're dealing with a really difficult family situation, you can get your book, you can go into a corner, you can think, what am I going to do? Here are some really practical, concrete, easy, actionable pieces of advice I can put into practice now, this second, to improve things. That's why it's different. It's not a book to sit by your bedside. It's a book to carry with you and use in your everyday life during the day. And I think that's why it will be helpful to people. Well, I'm going to have to tell my patient not to put it by his bedside and read it, but to, in fact, take it with him. That's a good advice. Stressilient, S-T-R-E-S-S-I-L-I-E-N-T, How to Beat Stress and Build Resilience by Sam Akbar. The website, sheminds.co. And, of course, this is 1163B. The bees are always wonderful guests like Sam. Thank you, Sam. And as usual, we are brought to you by lifesfirstnaturals.com, the makers of both Truebiotics and Bovine Colostrum. The latter, great choice if you're taking non-steroidals or such as aspirin or something or doing vigorous exercise and worried about gut problems, bovine colostrum is a wonderful choice. You'll see the randomized controlled trials on their website, lifesfirstnaturals.com. And for a lot of other choices, such as the 15 things, supplements and small molecules, we think you should talk to your physician about, or just how to sleep better, or some of Sam Akbar's ideas on stress, as exhibited in the book, Stress Silent, go to longevityplaybook.com. Sam, thank you very much. Thank you, the 50,000 of you who download us every week. That's why we do it. Thank you. Tell your friends about us. Rate us on any place you want to rate us on. Go to radiomd.com. They've got a really great set of podcasts from hospitals and healthcare organizations. I think we're the longest running one on Radio MD. So thank you for keeping us running. We'll be back next week. We hope you are too.